0: This is Derek Bros. Derek Bros, Derek Bros. This is Derek Rose of the Conscious Resistance. I'm here in standing run. That man is wanted in five different countries: Chile, Argentina, Brazil. We've been fighting a long time. We've all lost so very much. So many loved ones gone. Don't you fucking tease that horse. We are not alone. There are pockets of resistance all around the planet. We are at the brink. Ah, of all stay alive. You have no idea. Hey everyone, this is Derek Bros with the Conscious Resistance Network, and uh, excuse my camera, it's got some stuff on the lens right now. Um, Let's try this again. I tried to go live just a couple of moments ago, and my whole setup crashed as soon as I wanted to talk about this topic. I don't know why you decide. Let me know if I'm coming through okay, uh, and I will continue. We're going to be talking tonight about the Utah investigation by the Utah County Sheriffs into ritualized child sexual abuse ritualized child sexual abuse is not an easy topic for me to cover or really even to think about or get into, but it is important. And for those of you who follow my work for a long time, I've been covering stories like this with Epstein, with the Finders, and I've written two articles now. This will be my third video on the topic we're covering uh, tonight, but I want to encourage you to, to look more into it if you haven't, if you're not familiar with it. So let's go ahead and jump in right now. I wanna show you, first of all, again, remind you, my website is theconsciousresistance.com, theconsciousresistance.com, and this is where you can find all of our content. You can find my books, documentaries, you can you know, buy shirts like this one, Revolution Without Healing is a Recipe for Disaster if you wanna support us. You can uh, check out all of our podcasts, our interviews, et cetera. There's a lot of good content on here. You can find it broken down by topic, presentations, documentaries, et cetera. And as I said, you can find my past work on Jeffrey Epstein and The Finders. So let's go ahead and continue, let's dive into this. This is on the front page of my website right now. If you wanna see the links that I'm gonna be covering, go ahead and click right there and it'll take you to my previous two reports, as well as this article that was just published today on The Last American Vagabond, which I wrote yesterday. Utah ritualized child uh, sexual abuse investigation. County attorney David Levitt caught lying. Police documents released. So this is sort of the ongoing, um, yeah, it's the ongoing situation we're dealing with here. I, I hesitate to call it quote unquote conspiracy, but you know that's what some will dismiss it as, of course. But as I said, I'm not going to just rehash what I've already covered. So if you're new here and you know, you're know you just checking in, um, I encourage you to go back and watch the previous two videos. I encourage you to read my previous article to get caught up. I wanna share a few main points. And I do wanna again warn everybody that I will be going over some of the documents of the uh, reported alleged victims in this case, uh, victims that are have reported 10 years ago, 2012, 2014, sexual abuse taking place between 1990 and the year 2010 in Utah County. Uh, and other counties in in the area, and in, in Utah, in the state of Utah, I'm going to be sharing some of their stories, some of the testimony, and it's pretty dark stuff. But it's important, and especially if these things are true, which I tend to believe that at least some of them are true. You know, I don't just blindly trust the government, and I don't just blindly trust people making claims. Every person, including the people we're about to discuss, are supposed to be assumed innocent until proven guilty, including the man that you're seeing there on screen, Utah County Attorney David Levitt. Um, But at the same time, it is important to dive into this. It is important to make sure that these people's voices are heard. So as I previously talked about last week, that Utah County Attorney David Levitt, who happens to be the brother of three-time Utah governor, um, previous governor, Michael Levitt, he stepped right into this mess. Utah County Sheriff Mike Smith on May 31st announces this investigation into ritualized child sexual abuse. A couple of days later, Utah County Attorney David Levitt holds a press conference, and he shares a 151-page document that he claims is related to the investigation by the sheriffs, and he says that the case lists him and his wife as cannibals and murderers. And he came out to say, hey, I'm not a cannibal, I'm not a murderer. This is all just political stunts because the primary elections are coming up in June 28th in Utah. So David says that the person who made these claims against him in this case that is somehow related to the current investigation, the 2021 investigation that's taking place with the Utah County Sheriff. He said it was all baloney. He said it was ludicrous. And the reason the case was dismissed in 2014 is because the person was crazy. He also, in a recent interview, called Utah County, a ter- uh, uh, County Sheriff Mike Smith, a quote, q sheriff and this is a common tactic my friends this is one of the reasons why the q psyop was so successful because for many people who are not aware of things like epstein the finders the franklin scandal um jimmy seville i mean so many other cases and the reality of child trafficking child abuse that takes place within governments intelligence agencies the churches and so many other institutions hollywood people who don't recognize those things as factual and understand that reality They hear these kinds of things, and it sounds so fantastical, they just assume, oh, this is just some QAnon stuff, right? So it's an easy way to kind of downplay real things, and what it does is it short-circuits thinking, right? So if I were to try to talk to somebody randomly about these types of topics, they might say, oh, Derek, I don't know, man, you've been reading QAnon stuff, even if they have no awareness of the case that I'm talking about. So I went ahead and I reached out to Sheriff Smith for this article, and I said, how do you respond to being called the QAnon Sheriff? And I thought it was interesting. Sheriff Mike Smith of the Utah County Sheriff's Department says, quote, we are investigating the sexual abuse of children. The only one making statements about QAnon info is Levitt. We find it interesting he is trying to divert attention away from the legitimacy of an investigation into the sexual abuse of children. So, yeah. Now, we have – this is one of the major updates. We now have evidence, though – that Utah County Attorney David Levitt, and there's no nice way to put this, he lied. He lied. Okay, he has said that the the 151 pages of this 2012 report, which none of us even knew he was involved in until he mentioned it, which has something to do with the current investigation, as isn't in, is at least in part related to this, you know, this 2012 investigation. And again, like I said, if you're totally confused, you need to go watch the previous two videos. I don't want to repeat myself. So David Levitt says that these 151 pages are utter baloney, and the woman who made these allegations are it was tragically mentally ill. And he said that the public information Officer Sergeant Spencer Cannon and Sheriff Mike Smith should resign, and he's calling for an, an uh, independent investigation into them, right? And as I've reported in the previous case, they are talking about a 2012 case regarding a man named David Lee Hamblin, who was arrested in 2012 and is acu- was accused of originally 12 counts i think it went as high as 18 counts of rape of a child uh, sodomy of a child attempted sodomy of a child and two counts of a- aggravated sexual abuse of a child as well as other cases and these reportedly in the original case from 2012 happened between 1991 and 1998. And as I've said, the charges against David Hamblin were dismissed without prejudice, which what's that means is not dismissed because, oh, we don't have evidence. They were dismissed on essentially a technicality. And this means that they could be refiled in the future, which I believe is why we're seeing Utah County Sheriff, Mike Smith, pick up the case now. So, and the interesting thing is, and let me just jump back, make sure I'm not missing anything. The interesting thing is here, guys, is that, um, David, excuse me, David Levitt, who is the Utah County attorney. He and the local media have been refusing to name the person involved in this 2012 case. They keep referring to some 2012 case allegations of child sexual abuse. David Levitt is listed in there, but they won't give you, the viewer, the name of the person who's accused of this. And I get it. Look, in America, we're all, you know, you're innocent until proven guilty in a court of law, right? By a jury of your peers and all that sort of stuff. So you don't want to just throw out accusations of somebody and say, hey, this person might be a child sexual abuser, especially if we don't have that kind of evidence. And so I get that. But at the same time, they're, they're like – it's like the journalists want to filter the news for you guys. That's not my job. As a journalist, my job is to report the news, not to tell you what to think. But the corporate mainstream journalists, even on the local level in Utah, they they are aware of this case from 2012. They are aware of the man's name, but they won't release the documents, and they won't say his name. His name is David Lee Hamblin, okay? David Lee Hamblin. I'm not saying David Lee Hamblin is guilty of the things he's accused of, but I am saying that his daughters and several other people, at least eight victims who are listed in these documents that I have, and which we linked in the, my article for The Last American Vagabond, uh, which you can download yourself and read if you want. We're gonna read some of them. They're highly disturbing. But that David Lee Hamblin, this man who's listed in the documents, the media won't say his name. And because of that, it's difficult for people to find out details about the case. It's like they want you to let them tell you the story, right? You, they want you to let them tell you the story about who this is and all that sort of things. And you guys know that. So I just want to make that point that the local media in Utah is not naming the man. We are naming him. We're making that choice. And I'm hoping that my readers and listeners are you know, smart enough to not rush to judgment. I don't know that this man, David Lee Hamblin of Utah, who was involved in the Church of Mormon, is guilty of what he's accused of. But there are quite a few people accusing him of these things, and there's some good amount of evidence, it appears. But innocent until proven guilty. So what I wrote here was that while the local news has so far declined to name David Lee Hamblin, uh, T-Lab can confirm that the documents in question relate to the accusations against a David Lee Hamblin of Utah. In fact, KSL TV in Utah reported that Hamblin has recently filed to have court records expunged. However, the Attorney General's office has filed an objection to the expungement request saying that, quote, the petitioner is currently the subject of an ongoing criminal investigation by four law enforcement agencies. I mean, so what that proves is that this is the case they're talking about. Sheriff Mike Smith of Utah is looking into this case and in these documents about the David Lee Hamblin case, which there are just dozens and dozens of reports. There's at least eight victim statements. And in victim statement number three, Utah County Attorney David Levitt is listed and uh, I, I go over that in the article. We're about to show you guys this. And there's so much more. I mean, honestly, yesterday, guys, I asked through social media, if you can help with this, go to this article, download the documents, You know, say a prayer, do whatever you need to do to steal yourself because these are some pretty dark, scary things. And if they're true, they're just disturbing. But I need help digging through these details for important names details, addresses, phone numbers, things that might be relevant to finding suspects, finding victims, and seeing who's willing to talk. Yes, the police are investigating this, and apparently the FBI is going to get involved soon, but I don't trust them. I don't trust the FBI. They often are there to cover things up. So we can't sit around and just trust that the local media or the local sheriffs are going to handle it themselves. Although I will say I'm happy this is even happening, and shout out to the Utah County Sheriff's Department. I'm not saying I endorse them or know anything about them, but in this case, they're doing something good. So despite david levitt's claims that the accusations by one of hamlin's alleged victims were quote utter baloney or ludicrous local news in utah again doing the good job they found courtroom audio recordings of the 2012 case which involved 18 felony child sex abuse charges against david lee hampton and they found that nowhere in the discussion with the prosecutor david sturgill who was the man who was in the county attorney's office before david levitt or the prosecutor, the the defense attorney defending David Lee Hamlin from these rape charges, Michael Esplin, neither the defense or the prosecution at any point in these courtroom uh, recordings ever say that the case is ludicrous or that, you know, there's, you know, this is insane. There's no way, there's no evidence. And in fact, they, make it clear that it was more about like a technicality that these cases got dismissed. And again, even David Hamblin's own attorney said, quote, if Mr. Hamblin is convicted of these charges, he will never see the light of day. I mean, these are, he'll be there for the rest of his life in prison. That doesn't sound like people who think that these are crazy claims. And uh, KSL News in Utah reported that, quote, neither the prosecution nor the defense shared concerns during the hearing that the allegations were outlandish or unbelievable. So there you go, Utah County Attorney David Levitt, for whatever reason, and I'm not claiming to know, for whatever reason, he puts himself in this case, says, hey, I'm not a cannibal, I'm not a murderer, I'm listed in these documents, and that woman who said that is tragically mentally ill, this is utter baloney, it's ludicrous, There's no. it's unbelievable, and then you go back and look at the actual courtroom recordings, and that's not what we're seeing, so what what else can we say but he lied. At the very least, these recordings reveal that Utah County Attorney David Levitt's efforts to dismiss the Utah County Sheriff's investigation to be a farce. Despite his efforts to derail the investigation as baloney, Levitt has created more interest in his potential role in the case. So, this brings us to the next point. What exactly is in the victim statement and how does it relate to David Levitt? And I I think I did show you guys this in my last video, um, but I put this in the video, I mean, I put this in this article here, um let me go ahead and pull up this document now i'm going to open up the david lee hamblin files i have here and i want to say this too guys i was passed along some files i want to shout out to jenny hatch she is an independent uh, journalist and she is one of the people who did these open records requests to get these documents. And that's really important. And so Jenny is has them on her website, which I linked here. Uh, you can see it linked right here. Victim statement number three, citizen journalist, Jenny Hatch. If you click there, you can go to her website and download them. But Jenny said she's only keeping them on her website till the 20th. But T-Lab, The Last American Vagabond, we're making them available for all researchers. So you can click them right there and it'll download it on your website. I am going to say this. Some of these documents say they're not supposed to be released. I believe they were provided through legitimate means. I wasn't given them through any you know, stolen or illegal means, but I'm just saying, be careful with these documents. On page 49 of the document, we see the mention of David Levitt as being involved in a prostitute house with children. He, David Hamblin, and David Levitt, and a man named Joe Binion would all jokingly call Rosie Madam to talk about her running a prostitute house. A chart describing what they call experience number 50 lists David and Rosie Hamblin and David Levitt as people involved in abuse between 1993 and 1995 at a house in Provo. Under a section titled Other Occurrences, Times and Locations, it says, quote, this happened at nearly every party or when people came over to our homes. However, the frequency refers to how many times this happened with David Levitt. This also happened when we were at parties of other groups, like when we were at Gordon Bowen's house for different parties. Redacted often pushes us onto many people trying to get us to have sex with them. She did this at many parties and places she took us." And you can see, for those watching the screen, there's a picture of the chart I'm talking about. And this alleged victim goes on to describe David Hamlin and David Levitt, remarking about how they were, quote, the cutest thing. The statement says, quote, David L., David Levitt, grabbed me around the waist and said that he would love to do that and kissed me on the forehead. Rosie walked away and on the way out, David L. said to David H. that he was gonna stop by in the next couple days. And the statement goes on for another 150 pages, describing 118 cases of ritualized child sexual abuse. And future reports, I might explore these incidents as well as the contents of the other seven victims, um, as well as the people listed in these documents. And again, these documents are not 100% fact. We don't know that the information, the accusations being made can be proven At this moment in fact we really can't prove them this especially because some of them are so long ago right and david levitt is saying this is all a political ploy by the people in utah county who hate him maybe that could be true right let's imagine that the utah county sheriff's office didn't have the best intentions at heart and they did this just as a political stunt but then once they went public with it they've now claimed that they've had at least a hundred people contacting them sharing tips of abuse that they've suffered in utah I've had people reach out to me sharing their stories. I've got emails right now from people sharing things that they experience in the Utah area or in the Mormon church. And as I say at the end of this article, let me make sure I read this, it says that uh, as the evidence stands, as it stands, we have evidence that David Levitt has attempted to downplay the seriousness of the accusations levied against him and other Utahns in 2012. Whether or not this will play into the current investigation will become clear as it unfolds. And You know, I said in part three of this investigation, I'll provide new updates on the Utah investigation as it develops. I'm also going to look at the history of accusations of ritualized child sexual abuse in Utah and its relation to the Church of Mormon, which there is some connection. That's not to say that all people in the Church of Mormon are involved in these kinds of things, of course, but they do happen and they have happened. So that's kind of where things are at for the moment. And I'm going to now we're going to take a look at some of these documents. Uh, Please give me a thumbs up wherever you're listening from, guys. I appreciate that. Um, and subscribe if you're following on Rockfin. Thank you if you're following on DLive. Thank you if you're following on Odyssey. Thank you if you're following on Facebook, please follow me somewhere else. And um, yeah, always bookmark theconsciousresistance.com. So let me go ahead and pull up this document real quick. I'm sorry my camera's doing this. I don't know if you guys can see there's like blue from the camera if that's showing up for you guys. Uh, here's this case. This one is is a little disturbing, guys. So again, I can't verify that these claims are true. I'm providing them to you because the local media in Utah will not name the man, David Lee Hamblin, who is being accused of these things, and they will not provide the documents. It is an ongoing investigation, but these, these documents relate to a previous investigation from 2012, and they are perfectly accessible if you file opens records request. So let's go ahead and check this out. Okay, you guys can see it now. This is what we are looking at here is one single document. Uh, it is document record two hundred two six one seven five. if that's relevant to anybody what i'm looking at here guys is and i don't even want to read the stuff here to you again this is like women young girls accusing david hamblin of some pretty dark dark stuff um i'm not even like i said i'm not i'm not even going to read it all where is what i'm looking for let me make sure i opened up the right one i apologize guys i just had this pulled up a moment ago and my computer froze right as i wanted to start Talking about this. Um, but what I'm trying to pull up, let me see if I can find it, is there were claims. Let me see, that was not the right There were there were claims from one of the victims that there was ritualized abuse. This is the whole thing, is this is they're talking about ritualized child sexual abuse, right? And I asked the Utah County Sheriff's Office to de, um to sort of define to me and elaborate what is what is you know me meant by. Uh, ritualized child sex abuse and they said it could involve you know cults it could involve uh groups of people all kinds of different things and I think this is the document and there are of course people who think this means satanism that this could these could be satanists uh that could be the case okay let me just shut up for a minute and look guys I'm trying to find this for you I, I swear like it's just like it disappeared there's one of these pages that says something about Satanism I'm missing a page here okay it's upside down here we go I mean this stuff is just hard to read it, it really is sickening um I'm sorry I, I'm just freezing right now I can't find the dang thing I just had but there's a moment where one of the young girls who is being sexually abused in this um, you know this situation describes that David Hamblin was hypnotizing. Hypnotizing them and then abusing them and and you know abusing them often and there's one part where it says that he would recite you know what they refer to as satanic oaths. That's what that's not my words. That's their that's their words. So uh, let me see. We have our notes here. I have somebody who is helping me. Thank you to the anon on Twitter who's doing some of the legwork for me. Um, let's see, June 20, 2020, One of the minor victims disclosed oaths and cult rituals. Case two 2000- thousand. Two hundred six one seven five. Yeah, that's the right one. I'm not sure why it's not popping up right now. I apologize, guys. Uh, But this story, it's disturbing. I mean, like I said, I'm not even going to really read these these words that are on screen because I do think that it's worth looking into for those of you who want to know what's going on and what has been accused. But I'll just say it involves sexual abuse of young girls, intercourse, sodomy, um, you know, Ejaculation and it's it's all kinds of crazy, um, and there's also video evidence. I don't even think I've shown that to you guys yet. Let me go ahead and show you that there are some video evidence. There's some confessions. I don't know that I'm going to show these live on screen. Um, again, I haven't seen these. I don't. You know, I, I want to. I'm trying to be responsible here as a journalist and careful with not just putting out information that's going to create hysteria. Because in the end, this is not about getting you know, hits on the internet. This is about that there are real victims. There are people who have been abused and hurt by this man, or they're alleging that they have been abused and hurt by this man. And yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and just play one clip. I don't know if you guys are going to be able to hear the audio, but I'm going to show it to you because I think I just want you to be able to see that this is, this is out there. The video files that I have, which are not on the t website, but we will make available include video and audio Recordings of the victims talking to the police. one of the videos. All right, so I'm just playing this clip just so you guys can see. I have a I have a whole folder full of this. I've got victim interview one, victim interview four, two. Uh, different people We've got some body cam. We got some audio recordings. I haven't had full time to listen to all of this, but from what I'm being told by some fellow associates there in the audio recordings, there are admissions of, um, of guilt and, uh, of rape, you know, I, and I hope, and I pray as I, communicated to the people who are involved in this investigation that they are serious, that this is not just some political stunt, because this would be very disheartening and sickening and disturbing, I would say, for the police department to use cases of ritualized child sexual abuse as a political tool against their political opponent. Would I be surprised? No, but it would be very messed up and I hope and pray that that's not the case. So my invitation to you, my friends, let me go ahead and take this off the screen, is to go to theconsciousresistance.com right now and visit our homepage. And you can see that the information I've shared tonight is linked there. You can go to my last American Vagabond article and you can download these documents yourself. I am definitely looking for help with this case. I think this case is going to get bigger and bigger as it develops. And if it is not just simply a political stunt, which I don't think it is because there are people reaching out to me and people reportedly reaching out to the police, the police department who are offering their testimonies. Now, if it gets to the point where the FBI and other law enforcement get involved, then perhaps it's going to get covered up and, and, you know, they'll tell us it was all a big, silly political game and there's no truth to it. I tend not to believe it's that simple. I think there's something here. And with every day that goes by, I'm believing that more and more. So while I'm very busy working on other projects, I'm going to be producing more videos of this. I've released, this is my... Second video in the series of investigating it, there will be a third part that's going to dive even deeper into these documents. We're going to look at accusations of ritualized child sex abuse in Utah going back to the 80s and 90s. We're going to look at accusations and involvement of the Mormon church to sort of build a case and help people understand that this thing does happen. Because the reality is, even if this turns out to be nothing, which I don't think it will be, there is a history of sex abuse of children and trafficking that does exist, some of which involves occult rituals, occult beliefs, things that really would disturb the minds of the average person and that sound too outlandish, too crazy. And that's what David Levitt, excuse me, that's what David Levitt wants you to believe, that it's so crazy, it's so outlandish, there's no way it could be reality. And he wants you to dismiss this and say, this is just a political game by some QAnon sheriff out in Utah. They don't want you to pay attention to this. They don't want you asking questions, guys. I hope I've provided a good amount of information for you tonight to think about, um, Again, it's all at The Last American Vagabond in my article or at theconsciousresistance.com. You can see my previous two reports on this topic so you can get caught up and fully understand what's happening. Because I know there's a lot of moving parts. And trust me, there's even more moving parts than I've shared with you. I haven't even fully, you know, got deep into everything that we can. But we're going to leave it there for tonight. And as you guys can see, I'm in a new setup. I finally have a little home studio. And we're still working on some things. i got to get all my books from downstairs set up over here. I got some stuff here, but just expect to see my presentation improve over the coming weeks. And I appreciate all of you who continue to support me guys. Once again, please visit our website, theconsciousresistance.com, bookmark it, save it, visit it once or twice a week. We always put out new content, go back and watch our previous content, listen to some talks for inspiration, for some solutions, for some motivation, because yes, these kinds of stories are true and they are real and they do affect our lives. But that does not mean that there is no hope or there are no solutions for us. The world is dark and scary and there's a lot of messed up things going on. But we each have an opportunity to try to create and amplify out into the world the vision of what we want. Safe, protected children, wholeness, You know, healing, healing. Revolution without healing is a recipe for disaster because I guarantee you people don't do these messed up things when they're in a good place. People do these kinds of things when they are hurting and when they are dealing with some painful situations so please please continue to do your own healing work and push that out into the world guys thank you so much for watching as always remember you are powerful you are beautiful and you are free peace since 2012 the conscious resistance network has been an independent media organization focused on empowering individuals through education philosophy health and community organizing we work to create a world where corporate and state power do not rule over the lives of free human beings. Our motto is leading by example and helping others in their pursuit of freedom. Visit theconsciousresistance.com to find our articles, documentaries, interviews, podcasts, books, and more. Remember, you are powerful, you are beautiful, and you are free.